0: St. Edith Stein or St. Teresa Benedicta as she was also known was born into a Jewish family and not only did she end up converting to Catholicism she actually became a Carmelite, Carmelite nun. She would be eventually captured by the Nazis and sent to Auschwitz where she would die in the gas chamber. But before her arrest she was reflecting on her conversion to Catholicism and she said that initially she thought to be a good and a good person, was she needed to keep her thoughts on God at all time and think nothing of the world. And then as she got older, she realized this idea was a little bit misguided. She realized that we can never completely divorce ourselves from the world. We have to have some interaction with it, even if it means only praying for those in the world. She said that we all have this divine life within us, and it is important to bring that life into the world. There are several themes in the gospel, and conversion is certainly one of those themes. Shortly after Jesus came out of the desert, after 40 days, he started calling his apostles. Levi was a tax collector, and this was a very much of a hated profession, because these men typically extorted more money than what was due, and then they pocketed the difference between what they would give to the Romans. And maybe that's why Levi could throw this huge banquet. But not all the conversions in the gospel are this going from extreme from bad to good. We think of, let's say, Peter and his brother Andrew, James and John. These were just good, hardworking men that were trying to live their lives faithfully, both to God and to their families. And even the calling of Nathaniel, which is in the gospel of John, makes clear that he was a very good and righteous man and there was no guile within him. But what they all had in common with all this conversion was that they heard, follow me, and they left behind their life and entered into an unknown future with the only certainty that Jesus would be with them. The apostles, disciples, and women that followed Jesus during his earthly ministry all would have had similar experiences. And these people didn't suddenly become very wise or very brave or understand completely everything that Jesus was knowing and teaching. However, they knew consciously that they needed to remain close to him, and this desire to be close to him changed them over their lifetime. Even after Jesus' death, resurrection, and ascension into heaven, they continued to allow themselves to be changed, to be continually converted, by staying close to Jesus through prayer and worship. This ongoing, continual, and ever-deepening conversion, this openness to allow God to work in our lives, comes about because at the heart of conversion is an encounter with God. And this desire for repeated conversion, this encounter day after day, helps us enter into the mystery of God. Conversion allows us to be drawn into the love of a very personal God, to a, to a love that words cannot always adequately describe, even when we're trying to explain it to others, and especially non-believers. And sometimes those words fail even when we're in prayer with God. But when we let our prayer be the doorway to the enter into this eternal mystery of God, we learn what those early apostles, disciples, and followers of Jesus came to know. We know that words can sometimes fail us. We learn that we do not have all the answers, and we do not have a complete understanding of everything that is going on in our, even in our own lives. And we can even have the experience during our prayer time of it feeling fragmented, disjointed, and unfocused. But we also come to learn that closeness to Jesus is where we need to be and where we want to be. And when we remain close to Jesus, we also come to learn that our faith is not just between God and myself. Every conversion has two aspects to it, both personal and communal because our proximity to God not only changes us, but it changes the world around us. God certainly desires us to be in this personal and intimate relationship with him, but also to be engaged into the world around us. It is little wonder why the saints often use the analogy of fire or flames when speaking of conversion. A piece of wood can only burn by itself for a short period of time, but when more wood is added, the fire burns brighter and longer and gives greater warmth. There is a coldness in our world today and it's not just weather related. As we enter into our Lenten journey, let us recognize there is a coldness of indifference toward the plight and suffering of others and the world needs the warmth of our ongoing and continual conversion to be brought to them.